Hey everyone. So, um, if you look, or again, so this is all just a sort of a an unfolding of a journey, right? So, it's kind of a daily、um, perusal or、um, considering how this journey progresses, right, through the medicine from trauma. And one of the things that I recognize is, so who is speaking and who is seeing?、Um, so one of the things about <clears throat> meditation, which I did for thirteen and a half years, is that you build this viewing platform, which is awareness. It's like you're a spectator to events. So before I had no, I was just the one, sort of moving energetic entity, just like、um, you know the movies where you see the wind blowing, you know the、uh, all this sort of debris that's sort of picking up as as the hurricane goes along, right? It just becomes this ball of stuff that it picks up, it gets bigger and bigger as it picks up, you know, twigs and so. In trauma, you're just in reaction. You're just in panic. You're in shutdown. You're just a frozen piece of something inside a moving, sort of nucleus of energy. It's all just you're owned, right, by the events. You're just moving. You're in panic. Whatever you're building, all these different components of yourself, but you have no awareness of anything, which is why it's a perfect family. <laughs> Because there's no awareness, you're just in the whole traumatic event and trying to keep it all together, which might look like normal, but it's all you know again trauma. So there's no awareness. You're the frozen you know piece of trauma. You're the frozen child. You're the you know piece of software that you've designed to survive. You're the defense mechanism. You're the You know, you're the、um, airbag. You're just, you know, it's all trying to keep itself together in these fragments, which are really unstable, absolutely unstable. But it's just all these kind of like I'm thinking about these little nervous bits of energy, just all trying to hold on. There is no awareness. You're just in it, which is why a lot of people say, "Oh, I can't meditate because." That they've been taken hold by that energetic trauma that's like trembling and scared and just on. And if you know hot coals, and if I don't make the joke today, my head's going to go off. The king will have my head off. And if it's like being on hot coals, you're just trying to keep all these fragments of wrongness together. It doesn't feel like that. It doesn't seem that way, by the way. At the time, it just feels like normal. Although when you look back, it's like what the fuck, right? So it's moving fast. It's all the parts aren't aware of each other, and that's it. There's no, there's no you there. There's just all the bits、um, that are survival mechanisms, just all trying to function, all the engines going. So meditation, sitting down. I mean, I could hardly do it for a few seconds at first, but sitting down. Is the first act of victory. It's the first attempt 
to put all that moving gel back together. Because if you're all these fragments of yourself in terror, moving for the sake of moving, for the sake of distraction, for the sake of what the fuck. With me, I was like on a phone always, in a car, going somewhere, doing something, but it was all just pure terror. Like I've got to become this person, I've got to arrive to this place, otherwise we're all gonna die. It was just, right? So the sitting is the first victorious act of self-love. And it can be within a ritual. I mean, I found a ritual. I mean, it was, I don't believe in religions and stuff. So I, you know, but it was helpful to sit in, in, it was Zen, to sit in a kind of like, it's a discipline. It's the, yeah, it's, it's a framework to be able to sit, right? Call it religion, call it what you want, call it discipline. Then it became too much. I didn't want to be involved. The rituals became too serious. And really the act is really the act of sitting. The act of sitting down in the middle of this massive trauma and not being afraid to do so. So as you sit, what you're building is an awareness platform. You are building the muscle of awareness. So now you're not just the moving, jiggling, scary, nervous bits of the trauma that the, you know, like the comet that's hit the earth, that's just shattered, right? Now, you're beginning to sit and see, and just sitting. In the Zen, they count to 10, you just sit, you know, and you have these, these, these koans, like, what must I, you know, just some of them, they're meant to completely dislodge all your rational thinking. Like, what was my original face before my mother and father was born? It's trying to break down all your conditioning by giving you kind of absurd things to say. Like, um, was it, does a, does a dog have moo? I can't remember. Anyway, and they're really helpful because it smashes into all this sort of very perfected, rationalized trauma talk. You just sit there and you just face the wall and watch. That's it. And your mind's going to go at a zillion miles an hour and, you know, you look at your mind. And what happens is the more you do it, the more you go, who the fuck is this? Because you're watching your thoughts and they're like ping-ponging across the fucking table, right? They're like smashing in. It's like this crazy energy inside a room it's just zipping from one wall to the other banging from one and all these things are beginning it's like who the fuck is this person <laughs> what what <clears throat> okay so now instead of just hemorrhaging all this energy and panic you are now harboring that energy it's not being hemorrhaged out you're building the energy within you. You're pulling yourself back together. The 10 million fragments of you which, have now, which were built from trauma are now being pulled back in. So I could sit for five minutes and 10 minutes. Now, the mind is gonna keep going crazy because that's what it does because it doesn't want to be seen. Okay, if you're not aware you're just responding, reacting, 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 reacting. 
you don't know why you're just like again like a crazy person like banging off a wall right you're just banging from one wall to the other you don't know that you're on the run you don't know that you know there's a massive trauma you don't know anything because all your parts are just in survival fuck right if there's a monster chasing you you're not going to look back you're just going to find how you know figure out how to run from it and at some point you even forget there's a monster you're just running for the sake of running and then doing for the sake of doing um you know and that's it you even forgot why you're doing all the crazy because you have so many layers of of distraction <clears throat> now once you start sitting oh boy all these pieces start slowing down they you know you you start you're building a muscle of viewing awareness it's okay for you to be here in the present the thing about trauma is that you can't be here you have to be doing something else all the time um <clears throat> so you sit 5 minutes 10 minutes i could sit by the 13th year up to 45 minutes in an hour and this the, the, the all the thoughts had slowed down the thoughts now are dissolving in ether so your whole defense because all this running around is defense mechanism a very thick layer of defense mechanism thinking 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 it's a defense mechanism panic 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 you don't see it like that i never saw it as panic i just thought that's just who i am <laughs> yeah really right so now all of that bombarding is slowing down there's an awareness of what you're doing and who you are i remember one specific moment my business partner we were supposed to have a meeting somewhere and she was furious because it was the wrong place and i started trembling i'd never seen myself tremble but i had so much awareness of what was going around me i was like why the fuck am i trembling about for this woman all right i don't give a shit well then i realized you have to trace everything back to you know the its original condition right which is my own parent is a bully so you become aware of your thoughts you become aware of you and that's a very powerful additional room that you have additional muscle additional talent it's emptiness it has no outline it has no persona it is just the awareness of what is going on so that basically harboring of energy because i didn't just spill it out all day every day in panic then made for when my son graduated this huge massive energetic break in my body that was like i was a code being rewired like the that harboring of the energy after 13 and a half years of meditating every day more or less um where i was now i could sit still for 45 minutes you know thoughts came but they weren't just running through me they were slowing 
down. And in that first energetic break, like my whole body, like this whole, my whole system was like volts of energy going through it. I got my first understanding of the problem. It was given to me like a signal, like a code by the universe. There is a, a monster in your attic and you have to go face it down. Something terrible happened and you have to face it. Um, so what was that process? Well, it, it had nothing to do with the ritual. The ritual was just a framework. It was a sitting and the slowing down of the energy. It was complete and utter energetic. It was energy. Slowing down and then building an awareness, a viewing platform, which is empty, in which you are viewing the content that's streaming through your brain. And you're going, who the fuck is that? <laughs> who is this person? All these thoughts, these fears, these, I just, I'd never seen them because you're wrapped up in them. You're like that moving, hurtling thing that's being pushed around by the hurricane, right? That's picking up twigs and stuff beforehand. And then after you're like, oh, all right, who is that? That amount of awareness, that ability to be aware actually prepared me very powerfully for, my, for the ayahuasca ceremonies. And my first ayahuasca ceremony, literally when they started to sing in the Icaros, it was like a password into that realm. Like I knew, I had that was a, I, I already knew about this realm because of this meditation, right? So I could sit and have all these things happen to me, exorcisms, my whole body was moving by itself. Um, I was in holograms. I could stay, I was being like transformed into different animals when I came back, I was on a horse. I could sit through all of that because I'd been anchored by the meditation, by the awareness, by being able just to sit in the moment and not be scared of what was gonna come up. I mean, allow, I mean, I was, even though I was scared, I could allow it to come up, I was, I trusted it because now I was just awareness. I wasn't the Maria with the 10,000 jiggling bits that were all terrified and at any moment were gonna collapse. I was like a Jenga kit that was like, you know, made out of jello, that any minute was gonna collapse. I could accept the universe because I'd kind of disappeared. That's what happens when you get, you meditate a lot. I could sit through pretty much I mean actually there's only one moment I had to leave the ceremony space for ayahuasca and that's um, yeah because I was so uncomfortable but for the most part you know I could sit through even the guy said to me you know you know are you okay after this huge exorcism and I was actually perfect because I'd practiced this sitting and this awareness for 13 and a half years and I had a break after you know like a huge energetic break so I think that's a great way to prepare you for the medicine and also for you to then, it's almost like in that emptiness, which is the whole of the universe, you disappear and you can see what's going on. So, so 
so so in my ceremonies, both in Peru and at home, so before there was just the person in panic, the fragments, the airbag, the defense mechanisms. It was all just this packed, sort of pulsating, energetic thing, just like going through space, right? Once the meditation happened and the ayahuasca happened, now I could sit and see the parts and see what had made it, right? What had really happened? I wasn't just a defense mechanism in a panic and, oh my God, you know, red alert, red alert, relax. Just sit there and watch the whole construction of this thing and the deconstruction of it to see how it was made. So, um, in the awareness, when I sit in a ceremony, it's almost like I'm separate to what's happening to me. In a ceremony at home, when um, these entities are coming through me, I can sit there and let it all happen because I'm just awareness. And when the ayahuasca is pulling it out of me, there's a battle going on between the light and the dark. I'm just the awareness. It's just happening without me in a way. I'm just the physical body that it's, it's being attacked by the light. Not attacked, I mean healed. But it's a battle. My ability to be just present for it, to completely confide in the medicine, allows me to heal because it's an awareness, right? an awareness. One of the things that they say about the medicine is that you're basically stripped down, you know, like you're made transparent until you see the entities within you. And meditation helps you get to that transparency. It takes off the layers of all the panic and all the person you've built and allows you to get to the essence. And now with ayahuasca, it literally is. It's just all I have is my awareness and the entities that remain that need to be expelled right? And that I need to see the truth of what happened, right? So I can face the dark, can face it, take my power back. So I, I, I would put it that awareness, which is this ether, which is this place of just viewing, um, is a very powerful tool to have if you're going into the healing world. Because a lot of stuff is going to happen. You're going to see a lot of stuff, but you're rooted. You're very rooted because you have this practice of just sitting. You're, you know, when, when you start meditation, you're sitting through the crazy kind of network of your 10,000 thoughts, which are all, and you begin to see, you build this, this, it's like a muscle. You're building this viewing platform of yourself in an energetic, you know, fishbowl and the awareness is the everything and then these 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 things that are built which are you are built inside that awareness I don't know who this awareness is it's just the seeing of something the seeing of the events and again it's very powerful when you're being dismantled, because you are being dismantled if you're doing ayahuasca, if there's trauma, she has to clean you out. How are you going to sit there and undergo 
this cleansing, which can be both physical, 3D holograms, exorcisms, um, images, um, this whole, the whole battery of her healing toolbox that is used to, you know, pull out all the excrement and the poison from you. The ayahuasca is going to use many different tools because you're a living organism of energy, right? Energy uh, characterizes itself or manifests itself in many different ways. It's both a physical thing, an emotional thing, a thinking thing. It's an everything thing. And when she comes to cleanse you, you are being cleansed in totality, physically, emotionally, in your thought process, right? In a ceremony, the blockages are thrown up. You, they're in your organs. They're in your whole being. So this trauma, whatever your trauma is, is lodged inside your whole being. So my whole physicality, emotion, everything that this, this thing is, repre- is, is represented as now in this breathing, you know, fishbowl is the trauma is the event. I am the whole event of that trauma. It's in me. It's lodged. I was made from it. I was made from captivity. Right? So all of it has to be taken out. But if it's happening early on, that's what I was talking about. It seeps into your whole system. Your whole system is the trauma. It's not like, oh, there's a thinking trauma and then there's an emotional trauma and there's a physical. No, it's one thing. That event happened so early on that it just wiped me out, threw my soul out and just took over my whole system. My whole system is the terror. My whole system is the trauma. My whole system is the defense mechanism, is the airbag, is the PR machine. It's everything that is dealing with the trauma. So my freedom lies on the other side of that. So awareness is a very powerful tool to root you when the medicine comes to tear you apart, to take out that original like dam, that whole, it's like somebody just closes a, you know, a vault door on you on arrival and just takes you over, theft steals you. That theft is happening in every cell of your body. Right? Right? So, awareness, what is it? It's ether. It's the whole universe, I think. It's the whole, the universe that we're sitting in. It's like the water in the fishbowl. It's everything, but it has no inherent character it's just the seeing I mean again these are just my thoughts I'm just a little tiny drop of sand in a massive beach that's what I think because awareness I'm aware all the time I'm speaking about when I comment it's from awareness I'm seeing oh I'm seeing that I was abused I'm seeing that I'm seeing it I'm not it And when I say, who am I before that? It's like the Zen Koan. What was my original face before my mother and father was born? Who was I 
before that event just flooded my whole system? Well, the answer might lie in a ceremony. In the first ceremony, I was one with the whole universe. The first time I, the Ikaros, the songs they sing in the ceremony, started singing, it was like a password. I was in, I was back home. I was back home with the everything. They were singing and I was like a little bird on a tree. I was just so happy. I, I felt at one with everything. It's like before the Big Bang, the oneness of the whole universe. And then immediately afterwards, I started crying. That was the moment that I'd been abused. She located the moment that the split happened between being one with everything and then being broken off from the everything. So that, it's almost somebody snatches you out of the cradle. Somebody snatches your whole life force. Like you're snuffed out. Somebody puts a, you know, a chlorophyll thing all over your, a thing, you know, with the chloroform where they just, they knock you out. You don't even know. Like there's this ambush, this sudden snatch, this theft. You're gone, it's over, boom. And then my little girl is terrified, is crying. She's aware now. She never got to have childhood. It was just like a theft. There was no childhood. Mama. I was crying, Mama. Right? There's a, there's a moment before and a moment after. It's that which is the problem. I mean, all the horror of it is just the horror of it and yuck, and I've still got to go and see all that shit. And ugh. But the truth is you are severed from the oneness of the universe. You're severed from the mother in a way. You're ousted. You're, you know, you're thrown out of the kingdom. Now I was owned by the dark and evil. I had no access. It took my soul, right? So in the end, the one constant tool of return is awareness. the building of the muscle of awareness, which if you've been severely traumatized is impossible to do. You have to sit down for two seconds and just sit there and do nothing. Well, if there's severe trauma that you cannot stop moving, doing, you know, looking for a drink, looking for a cocaine, looking for something, looking for a distraction, looking to alleviate that trauma, that panic, that insane, it's like you're being chased by a monster. And you are, in a way. Because that fright, and they call it el susto in Spanish, in uh, the Shipibo tradition, which is a terror, right? And your soul just leaves, if it's severe. Now, the Indians are calling your soul home, right? That's what they're trying to do. Some souls don't even want to come back. Who would want to come back to this? I don't know. For me, it seems, and this is my own thinking about it, might be completely wrong, that, um, excuse me, oh. <coughs> my soul cannot return until I have ousted these squatters. In other words, 
to reconnect to the all, to the light, I have to get through the dark. And which I, well, I think it's like a test. You have to keep going through the dark. If you want, how much do you want in your home? You know, how much do you want to come home? Sorry. <coughs> so to reconnect to the one, I have to then go back to the original scene of the crime, which I can do because I have a lot of awareness through the meditation. And I say a lot of, I mean, as I can sit through anything. I mean, in my last ceremony, oh my God, it was horrific. <coughs> oh, sorry, I must have managed. I had to sit whilst these doctors literally opened me up and showed me what had happened. And it's in your physicality and it feels like death. I'm just going to say it feels the, like the worst. I mean, the puking, you're literally being pulled apart. Okay, so you're in a different realm, you've drunk the ayahuasca, but it's still, it, it's like your whole being is being opened up like you're a rat in a lab. So they can take out the blockages. So, and then the truth, the memory, here he is selling me to, to abuse, to abusers. The awareness, the ability to root, to let the universe do her work, or the great Aya, is a great tool to have for the healing. It's a simple practice of just sitting. It doesn't, it doesn't require a religion. It just requires a framework. And Zen for me was a particularly good way to just sit and look at the wall and count my breaths. And it was that that gave me the ability to begin to have a, a viewing platform in myself to see what had happened. Now, you can't see, I mean, I was complete, the, the ambush. So in other words, if somebody whacks you across the face when you're three, that's, it's over, like it's over. In that moment, you've lost all innocence. You don't have, I, I always thought, oh, I really wanted to get my, I wanted a child, I never got a childhood. Like I never got that like little innocence and fantasies and fairy tales and, you know, all the sweetness of innocence. I didn't get, I was just wiped out. I was sold to some satanic cult thing and just ab sexual abuse by that piece of evil that I, was my parent. It wasn't the parent, it was a demon. Um, but anyway, so, and then everything just got built from that moment. Everything just got quickly fired up an airbag just, you know, boom, 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 what I need to do. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm safe. I'm in a war zone, blah, 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 all the panic threat, blah, blah. Now your whole system, your whole body is just built, not in response to your little seed, which requires flourishing and life and love and all the beautiful things that make a little thing grow. No, now you're just, boom, you're out. You're just building for terror. You're just building for survival because you're in a fucking war zone and the devil showed up, right? And you are powerless. 
you have entered the dark zone. How would you know? First of all, it's a parent. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Um, secondly, you're going to sever from yourself. You're going to accept all this, whatever. You do all the shit that you need to do to survive. But now your whole body is built from that trauma. Especially if you're little, you're, you're being built at the time that this... So it's literally someone comes in and marinates you in poison. In terror. How do you even know? Because your whole body is it. You don't know. Which is why you need the viewing platform of awareness to just even begin to scratch the surface of what the fuck is going on. And if you go into ayahuasca, I mean, the awareness allows me to see over and over. I mean, I could sit in a ceremony and literally I'm being moved around by myself I'm like this. I'm just being moved by the spirits. I'm not even there. If I didn't have that rooting of meditation, basically watching, I couldn't have that. I couldn't have surre- I couldn't have surrendered to that. It would have been too scary. But now I'd understood that <clears throat> that there's this whole universe. It's just awareness and seeing, and we're just happening within that awareness. Then I could go through it. And the next day at breakfast, they're like, they looked at me like I was an alien, like, what the fuck happened to her last night? Is she dead? And I was beaming because something had been removed from me. It was another huge piece of energy. The contract they made me sign with them to abuse me. Because, you know, adults make contracts with children. So I think it's a very powerful tool um, if you're looking for healing or the journey of healing, like if you're going to go on this little journey, you know, what do you need? I would say trust, surrender, and meditation, right? Meditation teaches you to surrender, teaches you that there's a universe out here that loves you, that you can sit in, that nothing's going to happen to you. Right, and does it get wacky? Well, yeah. I mean, when I first came back to ayahuasca, I was turning into animals. I was on a horse going into the past. You know, it was a bit like okay, okay. But again, because I had that rooting, I could let the medicine. I wasn't scared of the medicine. I mean, I was yeah, a little bit like oh shit. But like it was like no, it's just the medicine. The medic medicine can work so much better when you have less defense mechanisms, right? You've got to be able to surrender to her as she comes in. And believe you me, mine has been, you know, a very long process with the ayahuasca because it wasn't just that I was terrified, but I was holding, my whole body was built of evil or darkness or terror. I'd been built by it. It seeped into every, so so when I'm sitting and these things are being removed, I'm li- the entities are literally being removed from my body. They're these physical things it's painful sometimes they're in my system they just moved in when I was you know when when it happened so the ultimate goal is to get back to the place before the event happened right in order for me to return back to the original place where I was one with everything I need to return to the scene of the crime to return to the scene of the crime I need enormous amounts of awareness 
and strength and rooting and trust in the medicine because I'm about to face the biggest fucking tidal. It's the tidal wave that wiped me out, right? That's what it's like when there's trauma. You're a child on the beach. You're looking at over here and then you turn around and a wave is about to fucking hit you and the wave is 100 foot high. That's what it was like. Now I have to go back with the awareness that I have and it's still scary and I have a lot of awareness and relive that moment. If I want to go home to the everything, I have to get through that moment. It's like the next electrified war. I have to relive what they did to me and the events of like being sold to this sex, this satanic sex abuse of children cult shit, whatever. If I want to go home. There's a before the trauma, which is the everything, and then there's the after the trauma. The gate between you between you and the everything is the reliving of the event, which means you take back your power. So, the greatest tool for you to have if you're going to go do that is awareness. And how awareness happens is by sitting in meditation and allowing yourself to just sit with all the terror, the fear, the hot coals, I'm going to die, just a little bit every day because the more you sit, the less power the trauma has. And so it has so much, it's actually had such, it's lost so much of its power that right now I am sitting in the last final wall of the, you know, that I have to basically penetrate to get to the moment it happened, right? In fact, it's so funny because in my first ceremony, I got basically the treatment plan, which was, okay, Maria, you were one with everything before, and then this horrific traumatic event happened that wiped you out, and they kind of moved in, and it's in your system, and it just took over, and it, you know, I did all sorts, it just did everything, right? That's that's the treatment plan. You need to return back to the moment it happened, face all those evil scumbags, then you'll be cleared of them, they're in your system, then you get back to the oneness, whatever that means, but you're, you get your power back, you get you back. And it's taken me five years just to get to my parents selling me because I couldn't, it was, I was so owned and terrified and all sorts of obligations and commitments and weirdness. So that was the first part of the return, the puking, the blocking. The next part is I have to relive what they did to me. And again, I've talked about it in other things. It's some kind of satanic cult that, you know, sexually abuses children. And I was one of the kids. Now, I know that finally. I had no idea. My, in my panic, I had allied with evil to make it authorize and make it okay. Right? So, 
the only way I could have gotten through all of this, which is why I was given the gift first of meditation, was the practice of meditation, was the tool of meditation. Because you're the everything in meditation. You can't die. You're just viewing it. Right? You're just viewing everything. You have a platform, like you're sitting, like watching a movie, a show. It just happens to be your miserable life or whatever. I mean, it's like, what? But you're just watching. You're just watching and watching and you're able to watch more and more as you sit more and more and more and that all that panic begins to slow down. And you can sit through your rage and you can sit through your shit and you can, you know, you're letting everything just come up. That meditation gives you the space, a vast, infinite space to dredge up all the shit, all the truth, all the stories, the fantasies, you know, the layers of defense mechanisms right there. It's like pulled up. Before there's no space. In meditation, the space just gets bigger and bigger. So more of the shit can be pulled up and out. You get like, if before you have no space now, little by little you're building a continent that allows you to dredge up everything. It can't scare you. I mean, yeah, it scares you, but you're still going to be able to sit, right? I don't want to suppose that you're just now this, this courageous. No, I mean, I've gained more and more courage because I've had the great ally of ayahuasca, right? But first I had to build that space. I had to build that viewing platform. I had to be rooted in this ether of awareness, which again, when I'm sitting in these ceremonies and there's a battle going on between the light and the dark because it's all around and in me, it was like I was completely captured by it. I was in a net of it, right? I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the battle that's going on. It was a huge psychic attack. I had no idea. And it lived everywhere. It literally like ransacked my whole energetic field, my whole being. It was in every fucking cell of my body. So the only way I can reclaim it is by allowing it to be brought up by the great medicine. And the only way I can allow it to be brought up by the great medicine is because I have enough awareness and sitting and awareness. You can't kill awareness. It's just aware. And it is a space in which the medicine, this incredible medicine, removes this poison that's in me, all around me. I remember a shaman, I was like, I was in the midst of like, these things were coming up, these entities. And he just said to me, like, your soul is completely surrounded by dark. Yeah. Well, I was sold to a fucking satanic cult, you know, used children for child abuse. Now, I had no idea. I had blacked that out. Right? So the healing can happen. The cleansing can happen. But if there's one, there are two allies you want to go into this with. One is awareness, which is meditation, which is rooting. And number two, you know, again, for me, it could be a million things, but for me, it was plant medicine. That consciousness, 
that became the, so I had the awareness, like I could finally view what was going on. And then I was able to go into the shadow because the ayahuasca showed up with a huge torchlight and her love and a thousand guides to, you know, go into that dark, to pull it up so it would outline what had happened, right? The only way I could sit through all of it, which is already difficult, is because I had that ability to sit. And the ability to sit and root, which means it takes down the temperature of fear, right? It's like, I'm going to sit here, bring it on, right? Bring it on. What can I do? Die? You can't die. Your awareness, your spirit, like, what's going to die? Nothing dies. It's all energy, right? I mean, it takes a while to get that. I say it quite flippantly, but after sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting, you know, yes, you worry about paying your rent, no doubt about that. But, you know, demonic shit and all that, it kind of, okay, bring it on, right? You have the tool of awareness. Anything can happen in that, and everything is shown up in that awareness. Right? It's like, it's the room you've built, the continent you've built, the big empty space for all the shit to come up, to come up in. So in my cognizance and realization, my whole being from the moment the first trauma, the th- event happened where they, he took me, left me, sold me to these guys, that moment, it was an invasion throughout my whole system. My whole body was made out of terror, fear, and capture by evil. I had no idea. To see all of that, this I kept getting an x-ray on all of that, to see that, because you can't see it's ether, it's all around you, it was all over me, it was everywhere, it was in me, it was out. You have to, yeah, the two things are meditation and ayahuasca. Those are very powerful tools of healing because you become a spectator. I mean, you're also, it's also happening to you. It's not just you're watching. I mean, I'm watching it, but it's also I'm watching it and my whole body is moving and entities are coming out through me and, you know, <clears throat> all sorts of things. Yes, you kind of, you learn how to trust the universe again. And you're using the power of the universe to expel, expose and expel what lives within you energetically what's blocked you, what's stopped your life force. It's quite a journey, you know, <laughs> it's not, not for everyone. <laughs> um, but there's so much, apart from the horror, of course, there is so much learning about how, our, how consciousness works, how we fragment, how we're stolen, how we're used as fuel for other, you know, dark entities, and missions and all sorts of things and we also in all that healing and seeing and 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 wisdom is the power of your light the power of light it's very powerful to heal and this is all without medication without anything no shrinks nothing you're just getting a direct um wisdom and healing from the universe it's a direct connection 
which we've lost because, you know, we, we were relying on apes all the time. When it's the whole you fucking universe is around us, it's all got energy and wisdom and information, etc. The thing is to be able to access that to help you. Meditation takes you in. Ayahuasca pulls out the, the weeds. All right, bye.